Here at PCA, we use the phrase, established for life. Well, the life part really begins after we leave the halls of Prestonwood. So, where are they now? How are they reaching the world? These are the inside stories of lions leaving legacies and our journeys with Jesus. I'm Veronica Erickson, the Director of Alumni Relations, and this is Life Talk. Welcome back to another wonderful, exciting episode of Life Talk, Lions Leaving Legacies. Good morning, Dan. Yes, Veronica, how are you? We, we don't know if it's wonderful yet until we hear it, though. Well, I was also going We're to say... We're anticipating it's going to be wonderful. I'm anticipating it's going to be terrific. Yes. All of the exciting adjectives in one. But of all of the Lions Leaving Legacies... This lion's a little different. <sighs> ultimate lion yes and um i am so you know that's a good way of describing her the ultimate lion yes the ultimate lion right Right? i as she as she sat over she's giggling she's laughing already (laughs) as she sat over and watched all the little lions coming in and going she ran this place for over a decade yes right matriarch i'm gonna say i'm just dubbing all of the titles and (laughs) forever will be miss Patillo. I know. So welcome. Yes. Well, thank you. Um, I know her as Beth. So yes, because we're adults. We. Yes. <laughs> I call her Beth. We had this chat right before the podcast kicked off. There are just some people that yeah. you grew up right calling her, you know, Mister and Mrs. Doctor, whatever, and it just sticks. Mrs. Patillo. Probably everybody knows her as Mrs. Patillo. No, but, it's true. It's absolutely yeah. true. I, I can't. I'm not going to say Beth once throughout this whole thing. I did just then, then just, but I'm not because <laughs> I I'm I'm good with Dan. Like this is fine. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna carry a lot but, of weight around Ms. here. Patillo forever. So <laughs> welcome. We're so Thank glad you're you. here. I know that all. Of our alumni who are going to be listening to this, first of all, I think this is going to get the highest hits we've ever had. Yes, because well, everybody. Okay, here's yes. the thing. This is funny. Everybody wants to know where Mrs. Patillo is, right? Like, where did, where did she where go? Where in the world? Where is is, exactly? Yeah. Yes. Um, so, well, here's the deal. Like, let, let's start with because my first question is: I never knew how you like you got to PCA. Mm. Like, where where did that start? Like, okay. why why did you come here? Um, you know, did you come here just because you brought your kids over or did you come here work and then brought the kids with you or what, what, what transpired in that whole thing? Our son, Brian, um, was, we homeschooled him through seventh grade okay. and then we, he, we were going to put him back in school. So I'd already enrolled him in public school mm-hmm. and he was in the neighborhood riding his bike and had a friend there and they got to talking. It was the first year that PCA was open. It was oh, his seventh grade year. Okay. And he said, mom, Alex goes to PCA. I want to go there. A and so it's like, Brian. and this was May. So it was Brian that started yes. this. Okay. And so it's like, Way to go. what is PCA? I've never <laughs> heard of Prestonwood Christian Academy. What in the world? Yeah. And so uh, I was familiar with Trinity Christian, but not with Prestonwood Christian. Yeah. Sure. And so we made an appointment and came over and talked to them. And they were like, well, we're really closed. Our, our enrollment's closed. And I said, okay, no, no problem, you know, whatever. Yeah. But we could probably squeeze in one more. Really? And so Brian was the last one admitted wow. for the following year, which it was his eighth grade year. And yeah. we were, uh, the school met over at, at Hillcrest location at Hillcrest and Arapahoe. So, okay. so was that, that was the, like literally the first year they opened like 97. No, he was, the first year they opened, he was in seventh grade. Okay. Mm. Then he was in, the, so he was in the second graduating second. class in 03. 
that was he was in oh. the class of oh three. Yeah, the first graduating class was the class of oh two. Oh two, that's right. right. So the he was the in eight 03. something or something they yeah, had the, the eight yes. or nine kids, yeah. whatever. So his that class was, would have that been that was the first year. His had about twenty 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 three. Yeah, right. So okay, twenty six or yeah. something like that. Um, wow. Also, you're going to be our resident historian because <laughs> sharp is attacked. Totally, <laughs> Still I know. Remembering all these things, I yes. can't remember what I had for breakfast, but and it's only ten thirty. So that's good. Well, then our son David <laughs> was in seventh grade. He was at Trinity Christian, and it yeah. was let's just say it was not a good year okay for him and so in may even though we had re-enrolled him there was hey, enough of a waiting list david's trans- listening right now he's like hang on it's mom okay. like, wait. the truth came was out a- he knows it was a hard year <laughs> okay. yeah but we so we transferred him over to pca okay uh, for his eighth grade year gotcha okay well by the time he finished 10th grade we were out of money and yep. so yep and so i it was like back then you would get because the school was so small yeah. mm-hmm. and they were trying to recruit teachers and stuff mm-hmm. they would give free tuition for nice. anyone who worked there uh-huh. nice. yeah ding, ding, ding. everyone listening all of leadership <laughs> yeah. yes come on and in. so i i had been substitute teaching um when he was in 10th grade okay and so then the front desk opened as a possibility when he was um and but we were the front desk was over at the other building um we the school had not been built yet the mm. school was built then this part i moved back over here then in let's see it was Dave. so in 05 mm. oh wow yes yeah. so um so y'all were at hillcrest for a little while until yeah, coming just, i think one or so, two years and then, yeah in 99 is when yeah. they built the big church right and, mm-hmm. and they came out here and had school and then they, they had it at both right? Because yes. I remember there was a certain, certain grades at Hillcrest yes. and Arapahoe and yes. then certain grades out at here, right. right? In the Plano campus. Right. And, um, yeah. cause I had the Fetchner kids. I lived across the street from oh, the Fetchners wow. uh-huh. and they had four kids and they were in all sorts of different grades and we lived across the street and I used to have to drive Daniel, um, mm. to, you know, the Hillcrest and Arapahoe location. Nice. And then, you know, Mike and That's Laura would take the other kids or whatever. It, and it's funny. I always tell the story, Daniel, um, for like a year and a half, I drove him. Uh-huh. Um, and he said 10 words to me <laughs> in a year and a half. <laughs> Literally, uh-huh. I counted. <laughs> never talk. I was like Daniel. Good morning. So, yeah, here's two. Never. I mean, it was so funny. So yeah. So that was a. And then when they finally got rid of the Hillcrest and Arapahoe and came out here, so they built this and like the 05 ish type thing. Uh-huh. Wow. So that I started working here when I was substituting. I substituted at the front desk, and I remember saying, "I would never take that job. That is a crazy <laughs> job. That's insane. No way." And actually, it, but then it when is. It came, oh, then I did it a few more times and kind of got a little bit of more of a feel of it. Yeah. So when it was available, it's like. I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. Oh my and so gosh! I took and, the job. You, and did you do it? Well, you but just not did knowing it so, so, so about, well. About oh five, oh so six, well. or something like that is when you when you officially took that as your full time. In oh three was my. Oh. I started working at PCA full time in oh okay. three. Okay. Um and. Turns out I loved it. Yes. It yeah. was a perfect fit for me. Yeah. I was a French teacher by training, but they what? weren't offering Whoa. French. Are you kidding? I taught oh, French sure. for five years at Green no. Hill um, after college. So, did, but did, I didn't do want we, to teach. Do we teach French now? Yes. yes. Of course. David Aziz. We only had Spanish yes. when I was here. Yes. Right. They have French. Yeah. Right. Yes. So, but I, I loved my job. Oh. Loved it for 11 years. Just loved it. That's so, so. cool. Well, yes. and I am going to pull up because... Um, I, I kind of surveyed and took some comments from some of our PCA. Okay, but oh, remember, no. remember, we're oh, only we're here. only using the good ones for the podcast. I'm only, yes. I'm only getting it correct. 
I'm only <laughs> there's two. Prep, Dan. <laughs> no, but before we get to that, one of the things I think, you know, when we were chatting with you a little bit before even coming in today, um, Dan and I were looking at each other when we were having our phone conversation with you. Yeah. And it was just so great to hear, you know, obviously how much you loved PCA and mm. you spent 11 years of your life here, but your kids went here and, you know, now you've got grandbabies here and we'll get to that in a minute. I but know. crazy um, little patillas running around. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Little, little patilla lions <laughs> running around. Um, but what was so cool, at least for us in a way, cool is not the right word, but how much I don't think you realize how much of an impact you had on the kids. Mm-hmm. No, truly. You had such an impact. and you were, But you were yeah. like the first person that a lot of these kids saw every morning for, yes. for like a decade. I was decade, a familiar face. For like a decade of their lives. And <laughs> mm. you provided such an incredible structure as, I mean, just as kids came in running late or doing this and mm-hmm. you, you ran everything with a very um, firm hand. I'm a very black and white person. <laughs> so, this is right. This is wrong. Right, but, but, this is I, not I, in my rule book. But I think, I think it, it helped students understand, right, that this is how we, this is how we do life, right? right? This is the expectation. Mm-hmm. You called them up to that and they responded, not always perfectly at the time, right? But they responded as they went on through life of, you know what, what Mrs. Patillo represented, right, was structure <laughs> and order and a love for them, right? Because you love them enough to hold them accountable mm-hmm. um, and you treated everybody fairly, mm-hmm. right? Which was the wonderful, wonderful thing, right? You didn't let anybody get away with anything. <laughs> you might've had your favorites, but nobody knew it, right? And it was just, that's what I think everybody kind of looked at you as, right? Is that you were that gatekeeper that, right? That they, ha- mm-hmm. they all had to go through. So mm-hmm. you played a, played well, a really I feel central like I role. Did a- I think I helped a few, like who were tardy on a regular basis. What? I would Look tell them, no, I, <laughs> I would tell them, you're going to lose your first job. If yeah. you end up being tardy 17 times in a semester, you know what? That's yeah. not going to fly. That's not going to work very well. So I really am trying to help you <laughs> yeah. not lose your first job. No, yeah. I mean, this so is start getting advice. here on time. <laughs> yeah. Now, let, me, let me help you out with this. You know, um, I don't know if you remember. Um, so I had an advisory group. And we used to do service project day. And, and this one had, was a weird service project day because I had um, senior boys um, and we had to go over to the church and we had to fill bags of food. Okay. And, and you know, it was supposed to take all day and then we were going to, you know, do lunch and then come back at like two because everybody else from the campus was coming back. Well, we got done at nine thirty, oh, <laughs> right? And I'm looking at my senior guys. I'm like, it's nine thirty, and we don't have anything to do until like two o'clock. Um, and so the boys said to me, Hey, Mr. Panetti, um, can we do, you know, X, Y, and Z and the, you know, Hey, can we go home? You know what? And I was like, man, I'm just, I'm, I just want to get rid of these guys. So, <laughs> so let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay. Um, and then about an hour later, uh, Mrs. Patillo <laughs> called me down and she's like, I don't she's this. like, um, do you know where your boys are? <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, I can't really say yes. And she goes, well, everybody else does because they're all posting on social media. Right. They all went to Top Golf. Oh, and of course, of course my like, word. Go to Top Golf. What year was this? I can't remember. <laughs> it's like clearly when social media started. Statue of Limitations like... has run out. Okay. But it was so funny because you said to me, you said, you know, you're responsible for those boys. And if anything bad happens to them, it's on you. And I was like, <laughs> let's go. How rude is that? No, it was great. No, it's not. It was no, so good because it was like, that's true. 
right? Like, that's true. Like, I took the easy way out, and I was like, you know, hey, whatever you guys want to do. But I was like, no, I was responsible for those boys, and I needed to know where they were, and I should have done the, hey, guys, let's do something. But uh, it was so okay. funny. I got nailed because of social media. Well, <laughs> like, ah. that, I mean, and it typically happens yes, that way. Exactly. But. Okay, what are your thoughts on all of this? I feel like, Dan, obviously, you probably got a million stories. And, you know, I, I think that one of the things I want to hear from is just your general, like, love and thought of, you know, seeing all the students throughout the years. Yeah. You really just don't know the impact that you've had. And I, I genuinely mean that. I'll read some of these funny and wonderful and heartfelt comments in just a minute. But um, I yeah. loved getting to know the kids. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I worked very hard on is learning everyone's name. That's true. And so I would try to greet them as they came in the morning by name. Mm. And I think Which that... Which is so hard. Oh, it was so <laughs> I was like, hard. it's so hard. It was so hard. Yes. But I felt like it was really worthwhile. It because is. Because they were a little bit more... Oh, she knows who I am. That's right. I could get in trouble. (laughs) And she would know who it was if, you know, if she caught me. Mm -hmm. That's so important, though. But I I loved getting to know the kids. I didn't have much time with them. I wish, given my job, I wasn't in a classroom for 45 minutes every day with them or anything like that. But the little bit I could, Mm -hmm. and the ones who wanted to spend any time at the desk, you know, like Veronica, I got to know a little better. Yeah. And others avoided me like the plague, and that was fun. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get in trouble if I go by it. Do you remember the year they did Homecoming and they decorated your desk? Oh, I loved Homecoming Week. Oh, my goodness. I always, yes, always yes. loved Homecoming I Week. I loved Homecoming Week. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. But see, here then, my mama heart, It was a, that Friday was always hard because yeah. all the people who didn't get moms and garters yeah. oh, and didn't have yeah. a date yeah. and they were sad and some of them wouldn't even come to school and I appreciated the honest moms who would say she just can't handle coming to school today I said yeah. I don't blame her no yeah. you know not a problem but see there's your heart behind all of yeah. it getting to know the students by name um like loving all the festivities of the school and then like knowing it in, in the day in and day out little things even like it's still high school like they're still yes. gonna have those moments it's and, tough you know <laughs> i yeah, loved helping tough. with homecoming um people who want an invited a homecoming date mm-hmm. sometimes i would call them i got permission but i would call them out of a class uh-huh. for oh. the big ask, ask. In oh the right, right. Ask. yeah but a few of them turned the boys down. Oh. And it was just like, oh, that just broke my heart. Because yeah. so I'm, I'm a Oops. boy mom, yeah. you know, with four sons. And right. so it's like, I, it just broke my heart. Yeah. So what would you do after that? Would you just send them back I, to class? Like, <laughs> yeah, I would just let them, you know, you want to sit here a minute? Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you can wait a few minutes. Yeah. Kind of get yourself oh, together. Ouch. You know? Man. Ouch. Um, I always remember, didn't you have uh, student aides? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that. Those some were some years. Some better than others. Yeah. <laughs> some like by choice, right? Some not by choice. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. They, yeah. I, there was one year I had like 22 office aides. What, what am I supposed to do with 22 office aides? What did you do with 22 yeah, office aides? I, I was scattered them. I, I begged other teachers to take them for office aides on their off period oh or whatever. Goodness. You know, but yeah, it was, it yeah. was nuts, but it was one That's of those. a little much. With the schedule, <laughs> yeah. it was the only thing that would fit into the schedule. So it was like I hadn't. But there were times, I mean, my office aides were critical. I needed my office aides. Yes. The good ones. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but then there are some yeah, that were it. like, yeah. oh. Why? Yes, hello, friend. Okay, that was a little bit before everybody had a cell phone then and could just sit on their cell phone the whole time, too. 
Well, and so before everybody had a computer. Oh, so yeah. then you got to the point, That's right. and I was still here, when yeah. we could send out announcements over the computers. Oh, wow. And st- but early on, it was all announcements over, you know, the, over the loudspeaker. Yep. And then we started printing them, and the office aides would deliver them under each door. Yeah. And then the teachers era. wouldn't read them. And so then the kids wouldn't know about the so-and-so meeting. Yep. And, you know. You, so you used to do the, the announcements. I did. Because I, I, I remember Beth Patillo getting on that horn. And oh, yeah. We did the calling pledge. Calling out the pledge. And, uh-huh. And yep. did the, it, good morning, PCA. Okay. Every morning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Say it again. Good morning, PCA. <laughs> okay. I kind of think that we should do this. Are you free on April 1st for an April Fool's joke? I feel like we should just do it again. Look at this. And, like, have this <laughs> for all. a single person in the building knows me anymore. No, not true. So. Some of the teachers do, but. But, you know, you've got the so, so, <laughs> so a, lot, a lot has changed. When you mm-hmm. walked on campus today, what you've been here, right, just as a grandma. Uh, well, yes, I'm here a lot for, okay. for all the grandparent events. Yeah, yes. but, I mean, a lot has changed in this a campus, right? Changed. Middle school, we're, we're actually the sitting in the middle of The middle school building didn't exist over here. Middle school didn't even <laughs> exist over here. So there's there's a lot of things that, you know, have, have mm-hmm. grown and developed. And I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. What so, are some of your favorite things about the why behind your role and why you stayed for 11 years? And um, obviously now you said you're full-time grandmother. Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> so retired to be full-time grandma. Yes. That's right. Eight grandbabies? Eight grandbabies. Awesome. Well, they're not babies. They're seven okay. months to age 13. Okay. Sorry. So, <laughs> are, all the, are all your boys and the grandkids here in the DFW area? Three of our sons and all of our grandchildren are with, okay. within 20 minutes of us. Okay. And then we have one son and daughter-in-law in Round Rock. Okay. Okay. We want to move them up, move them up here, but... They're happy down there for Rock's now. Rock's not that far. Right, it's <laughs> that's, not. That's pretty good. My role in the front desk, as I saw it, was to make everybody else's job easier. Yeah. Mm. And so if I could be the gatekeeper so that the back office didn't, didn't have to deal with every parent mm. who had a question, yeah. it saved them time so they could do their jobs. Mm-hmm. So my whole purpose is to make their life easier. Yeah. Mm. That's why... I, you know, and that that's what I wanted. I also, as we've said, I'm very black and white. I really felt like I could set a tone mm-hmm. for this is what's allowed and what's not allowed. Sure. Um, and I, and so I feel like I did do some of that. Keep where it wasn't chaos was something that happened a lot, mm-hmm. but it was not the ideal. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I think, though, getting back to how you said, you know, you didn't have an opportunity to necessarily have a 45-minute continual class with students, not every student had the same teachers, right? Mm -hmm. So, arguably, your role of that consistent day in and day out, Mm -hmm. the voice behind the announcements, (laughs) the pledge... Pledge of allegiance, pledge to the Christian flag, pledge to the Bible, right? Yeah. Okay. Still there. Is more of an imprint and more of an impact um, Mm. for students over a long period of time Mm -hmm. than necessarily one teacher um, that can still have a significant and huge Mm -hmm. amount of impact. But you almost touched the entire student body rather than just like, Mm -hmm. you know, AP classes or certain subject matter, um, which I think was absolutely where God wanted you to be. Mm-hmm. Did you have, did you have any students that kind of did stand out to you though, oh. as they went through that you're like, that was a very interesting, right. You just kind of, you know, there, some, there's yeah. a, there's some students that really stood out to me as they went uh-huh. through and, you know, kind of, I had experience with, and, you know, as I look back and think about PCA, just uh-huh. certain names kind of pop up in given years. Yes. I can't say that I would have to sit down and start writing a list, yeah. Yeah. but 
Veronica was one of them, you know, and I'm really serious. You really don't she have to say always, that. No, but she, you were very open to conversation with me mm. and very interesting, and I followed your dance career, and I got to know your mom, you know, so I loved situations like that. I remember one student who was not doing well, and mom would just call me two mm. or three times a week, come to my desk, and just mm. go, okay, who do you see him hanging out with? And, mm. you know, do you think those are good boys? And should yeah. I let him keep hanging out with those boys? And, mm. well, how do you handle this? And I felt like, I'm no counselor, but I felt like I could be a mom yeah. to other moms. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And I, because I was a little further down the road, you know, with my kids being older, it's like, oh, I remember those days. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I just felt like God did use me. Um, in some situations, there are things I regret. I really, I was too harsh on many students and I really, really regret that. I think there were days that were very stressful at that Mm -hmm. desk. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes the demands were a little more than I could handle without falling apart Mm -hmm. and becoming really irritable. Mm -hmm. And so I really regret that, you know, but I did the best I could sometimes under difficult circumstances wholeheartedly plus the school was growing and changing and starting Mm -hmm. the to the growth we see today the school bell bell. (laughs) we're we're in a school that's going to be part of it but i I mean i agree with you i think you know looking back there's some some students right that i saw um going off track Mm -hmm. right and my my correction of them Mm -hmm. was sometimes too harsh um but it's it's hard when you see kids making bad decisions Mm -hmm. at a young age Mm -hmm. And the, and the consequences are usually minor at this age. And the, mm-hmm. you, you just kind of see that concept of like, listen, if you think at 16, it's no big deal when you do X, Y, and Z. At 30, at 40, at 50, mm-hmm. the consequences mm-hmm. are going to be so much more severe. And my thing is always you're, you're going to reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. And what you don't understand is you're, you're starting to sow things that later on when you reap, it's going to be so much worse than you imagine. Right? And so I, I agree with you. It's that, you know, but I, parents too. I used to get on to parents about lying to me. You know, <laughs> well, I would get onto them about that too I, because they were. There was like hilarious. one mom in particular <laughs> that was like, "Okay, we're not going to accept any more." She wasn't feeling well for why she's uh, an hour late to school because okay. I got permission from right. Doctor Rogers to say, "Okay, we're done yeah, with that." We're done with that. And she goes, "Good, because I'm tired for, of lying to you about it." <gasps> and I said, "You're not doing her a favor." Yeah. By letting her be late every day, yeah. you're not doing her a favor. You think you are. Mm-hmm. And then making excuses for her, that's not for her be- in her best interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I felt like I could also kind of hold the line with some of the parents who mm. blatantly, like on Ranger's opening day, you know, it was like, <laughs> he's got an appointment. I said, he's going to the ballgame, but ball let me, game. Let me yeah. tell you, which is fine, but here we've got, we've got a pre-approved absence form next year. Fill it out. Just fill out the pre-approved That's absence awesome. form, and then it's all taken care of. There's no big deal. But don't tell me he has an appointment. He's going to the ballgame. Yeah. <laughs> but these are, these are, to both of y'all's point, like the life um, lessons here of tardiness. Well, you're going to lose your first job. You know, it's these little minimal things sure. now that don't have a huge consequence, but yeah. later, and you're like, if you, if you got to lie to cover up for something now, you're going to lie to cover up for something right, later. Right, so, right. That's a big deal. Who was the, so you mentioned Terry Rogers, mm-hmm. right? He was principal. Was somebody before Terry, though, that you worked oh, with? Oh, yeah. We, it, was, it was, I think, well, I think Terry actually, when working here from the time Brian started here, yeah. okay. and we went through several different 
um, administrators. Yeah. But Terry was basically here the whole time that I was here. Yeah. And of course, Latrice Lindley, love her. Um, yes. um, just love her. Yeah. Julie Pyle, love her. Yeah, which, which Julie now. I is at my desk and I can not be de- happier. Now, Julie, Julie is here. She's one of the OGs. She's yes. one of the originals. She's yes. been here all 27, yes. 28 years or whatever. Uh-huh. Has, has had a lot of different roles. Right. Um, right. But when this front desk one came open, oh. she's like, I've always wanted to she's do that. Perfect. And she, yeah, she's, she's like, perfect. you know, Beth Patilla did this so well. Right. I just want to fit uh-huh. into that role of Beth Patilla. Uh-huh. So now Julie's well, running the school. From great that. choice. Yeah. She's, she's doing a great <laughs> job. Big shoes to fill for sure. Yes. Um, so with that though, um, here I, Getting back to it, I mentioned this a little earlier, but for some of the um, PCA alums who are on staff and then uh-huh. just some others that have even come in, when I've mentioned of some of the things that we're doing and then, you know, we always talk about the podcast and when I've said, oh, you know, Beth Patillo is coming in right. for an interview, like just the sheer joy and reactions <laughs> from people have been incredible. So I kind of started to... What did, what did they say? A few of these. Okay, so initial first reaction um, by one person was... Uh, Beth Patillo, first thoughts, legend was the first <laughs> word that came out, which is I completely agree yep. because there's truly no one who can kind of encompass how much you gave and your role, um, but also just, you know, who you are. I mean, you're, you're so funny and I'm sitting here, I'm like cracking up about all these things. You're so funny, but you're so hard on yourself too. And, um, and so I think legend's a, a terrific term and Julie Pyle would probably attest to that as well. <laughs> um, someone said, absolutely nobody like her. When I think PCA, I literally think Miss Patillo oh, that's that's sweet. from one alum. Um, if Larry, this is my favorite. If Larry Taylor was the head, Miss Patillo was the neck. Oh, <laughs> Which I totally agree because so that was cool. like head on a swivel too. Yep. So that's right. Um, she was unstoppable and incomparable in all of the best ways. That is so sweet. Someone said, I still dream about her. Uh-uh. <laughs> Probably being late or tardy. Um, yeah. Somebody also said, Beth Patillo formally translates to absolute PCA legend. She was the beginning and the end of our day. That was huge. And then someone said, Pur, Rustamwood Christian Academy, this is Beth. <laughs> <laughs> so those were just some That's of the comments. That's so nice. Um, but it's great because seeing the, seeing for those of us who have walked the halls, um, you know, in the early years and seeing how obviously the school has grown and mm-hmm. expanded and is different in certain ways, and, but things still being the same in, in that aspect, um, you know, that's the reaction. And those well, are the comments. that is so kind. Yeah. Yeah. So. so, so what's grandmothering like? Mm-hmm. Let, let me just dive in today. I, what does Beth Patillo do I all day today? I adore my grandchildren. Okay, eight of them. You said eight of them. Now, are they all boys? No, <laughs> five boys. So you got and some girls three in girls. there. Girls, finally, right. I get some some girls, yes. some yeah. granddaughters, <laughs> flowers. But, um, I just, it is so wonderful. We spend a lot of time with them. We do grandparent mm-hmm. camp in the summer. Where we keep them um, for several days and do a whole all, all of it's a them? very no we actually split them split them up okay. because they in the past they've been it was just too chaotic yeah. to try to get anything done and it's very intentional spiritual time okay. um, building into them they memorize a Bible verse and a song and a trail we have some our family has something called trail marks that my husband put together when we were first married of twenty five guidelines okay. for life. Um, and so we take one trail mark every summer, Very good. and that's what we focus on. And um, for for instance, do you- for instance, um, 
God, to know God and to love him is the number one priority in life. Love it. Mm-hmm. And so, and then It's like family. a little catechism. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. There's a little Westminster catechism. And just, it, it has, it's, it's not scripture, but it's all based. Sure. It's totally mm-hmm. scripture sure. role. Right. Um, but it's, but they this, learned, But this is the Patillo family. Yes. And, and, and our what kids, we believe. We did this with our children growing up. In okay. fact, Brian's the one that we, my husband offered him. Like I can't remember twenty dollars sure. or fifty dollars or something. If he would memorize all twenty five oh. of them, and he did, gave the offer to all four boys and only Brian, who loved money, because <laughs> he wanted always to go buy something, yeah. and he memorized those. And Very so good. our home, we homeschooled for eleven years and uh, called it the um, Trailmark Academy. Very good. So Trailmarks is kind of our family. Yes, theme. I love this. Now, where, okay, this is unusual. Right? Where are you from? Like, Born like, in Memphis, grew up in Alabama, and my parents moved here right before my senior year in college. Really? So, right. So, mm-hmm. I've been here for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Very long time. Okay. But got deep south roots. I love so. that. Very good. Well, um, grandparent camp sounds awesome. Be careful because you might suddenly get a quick sign up from <laughs> all of the alums sending their kids and whipping them to shape. But that's, in, invest can, spiritually. Can, okay. so, but, so, yeah. but from a biblical standpoint. Yeah. Right. I mean, and Larry did a lot of this, right? The Psalm 78, right? Generation to generation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think it's right. We've, we've missed that where cultures before us and generations before us used to have generations living together. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so the influence of the grandparents was just kind of a natural thing. Now mm-hmm. you kind of have to make it happen. You right. have to so work at So your it. kids are here, mm-hmm. right? But just that, that, you know, there's a lot of people I know that are your age that mm-hmm. are kind of like, hey, listen, I've raised my kids. I've done my thing. Now I'm going to go. And, and spend time life. on myself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's weird, but like mm. enjoy. But I mean, mm-hmm. your concept of enjoyment is spending right, time with the rain. Sp- and, and my yeah, three daughters in law who have the kids are all stay at home moms. Okay. Mm. But they still appreciate, especially now they're all but the little one is, uh, they're all in school. Okay. You know, so I have a little less during the school year t- contact with them. Right. But in all the preschool years, I would was keeping them or helping yeah. run carpool or picking them up or doing whatever, mm. spending time with them two or three, four, five, six times a week. Mm. So we've been very involved and I love it. And mm. that's, that's the reason I retired because we were expecting grandchildren four and five that next year. And it's like, okay, I've already missed out on the early babyhood mm. of the first three. I can't do that anymore. Mm. Yeah. And so but I, I think, I mean, I think that's a great reminder to us that as you get older, the right. culture tells you to kind of like, you know, Take tap out, right? Back, right. Yeah. Step mm-hmm. back, move to Florida, get in a community <laughs> that has a great golf course. Yeah. And what you're saying is it's like, listen, my job mm-hmm. is to invest in my kids and my grandkids and to pass mm-hmm. on that, which has been given to me mm-hmm. to them. That's the most important thing you can do. Mm-hmm. I don't care what your golf score is. Mm-hmm. I, I care yeah. if your grandkids are walking with the Lord. Exactly. So that's a, exactly. that's a, I mean, that's a good reminder for us uh-huh. As, uh-huh. as just, you know, Mrs. Patillo still training up the next generation. Exactly. <laughs> I exactly. love it. And I wouldn't expect it to be any other way Amen. with her. Amen. Um, any other final memories or thoughts? I mean, I was going to bring up the legendary food fight of 08. I don't know <laughs> if you remember that one. But of 08. There was, it was before. Yeah, down in the lunchroom. Yes. The and SLC yes. member was at the end of the yes. hall, which is, now, which is now a black box theater. Yes. Right? yes. In the band hall. And yeah. I, I wasn't there. But I do remember someone running to my desk. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was. That's probably Veronica. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think it was Jordan Daigle. But yeah, because uh, I had, uh, yeah, there was suddenly, it, it might have been. Maybe it was. It was one of us. But um, no, it was a, It was quite, I don't think there's ever been a lunch 
has there been a food fight that I know at lunchtime no, no, ever just, since? Just the one time. Yeah, but I do remember, um, I feel like you might have been out that morning and then you came in around mm. when everything was happening and it was suddenly like everything went from sheer chaos to like sheer order. It was like <laughs> ready to roll. I mean, the loudspeaker, everyone was ready. Suddenly like teachers were rushing. I think it was just one of those mornings where, or one of those lunch times where <laughs> there was one last person in the lunchroom. And of course uh-huh, somebody uh-huh. steps out, you know, who's supervising to go to the restroom. But anyway, I don't know. Do yeah. you remember that one? Vaguely. Okay. Vaguely. It was impactful for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I had to go home and change my uniform because oh, I got salsa goodness. all over me. So that's oh, why. Oh, my but goodness. My goodness. Anyway, but there were fun things like that. And there were so many memories when you started to talk about homecoming week and things. Anything mm-hmm. that was just your absolute favorite that we can kind of mm-hmm. close with. Or some of them. I'm sure you mm-hmm. have many, many, many. Oh. <sighs> I, I'm not very good at coming up with specifics yep. right off the cuff. That's okay. Just so many good memories. Mm-hmm. Just happy times, mm-hmm. you know, where kids were just excited. And mm-hmm. when their prom dates would say yes. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, just various things that I just, I loved the smiles on their faces yeah. when things were going well. Yeah. And, and I, I just loved my job. I yeah. loved my job. Yeah. So. Well, I think it's fair to say that, you know, your job and the students loved you. And um, you made so much of an impact like I've said well, many times uh, again that that day in and day out morning in afternoon out like, I know, tons it of was fun. for 11 years yep. mm-hmm. um the ultimate lion yeah. <laughs> well, one one student the mom told me that over the holidays she missed hearing my voice so she'd call the answering machine at oh my the school. <laughs> that's hilarious I love it. I thought that was funny. Now, can you do, before we close, can you do a little bit, do you remember, can you just answer the phone one more time, like if we were to pretend? PCA, this is Beth. How can I help you? There you go. There you go. Oh, my word. Oh. It never gets old. So good. Loved it. So good. Thanks for your time. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Life Talk. We love hearing the stories of what God is doing in and through the lives of our alumni. If the Lord is doing something amazing in your life, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. And until then, let your life talk.